Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. All right, Thursday, September 9th, here we are. You know that day because it's been circled on your calendar for quite a while now. Football is back. It's Thursday, September 9th, and there's a game today. That feels pretty good. That feels pretty good. Joining me to talk about it, as always, virtual. We'll start with the virtual, man. It's Owen. How's it going? It's going good. I've just, you know, I've been counting down the days. It's like it's like the weeks before Christmas. I've got like an advent calendar, you know. I'm just fired up for football tomorrow. Yeah. That's what it is. We are here. We made it. It's been a long yeah. summer. Alex, he's to my right. How's it going? It's going great. Yeah, it's been a long summer, but we're finally here. We've been talking about it forever. I mean, pra- basically since the first episode, since the inaugural episode, we've been yes. talking about how long we've been waiting for football to be back, and it's finally back, so I'm so pumped. This is this is the time of year that really gets me going. We've made it. You know, it, the summer's over, so that's always sad. I've been saying that for like 10 episodes straight. Summer's okay. over. But the football's there to cope, mm-hmm. you know? That's what it's all about. That's what we're here to do. Totally. Football's our therapy. Mm-hmm. It is. Episode 38. I did some research about 38s because there's literally like no good 38s out there, you know? You yeah. look it up. Kurt Schilling, they say is the best one. He's canceled. Can't be him. <laughs> nope. Uh, who am I forgetting here? I actually looked it up. 10 NBA players have ever worn number 38. The best one is Kwame Brown. So shout out to our boy. It's our yeah. boy, TikTok legend. Yeah. yeah, the TikTok man himself, Kwame Brown. And then all of a sudden, like a majestic hero bursting through on a horse, number 38 to save the day, Robbie Ray. Wow. Yes. The man himself. Yes. That's, That's cool. our guy. He really saved the 38s out there. He really did. Yeah. The tight pants man. We we do love Robbie Ray. Just pay the man. Just pay yeah. the man. That's all yeah. that matters. Whatever he wants. And now, yeah. exactly, blank yeah. check. And now let's talk football. That was a, that was a thirty second excursion into the world of baseball. And number thirty eight's out there. Well, thirty eight history. Right. Now it's time to get down to business. There's football tonight. That's what it's all about. Bucks, Cowboys. Now by the time you're hearing this, the game might have been played, just maybe. So next time, just set a little reminder. Get to it before the game is played. But we'll we'll go over it. We'll make a pick here. You can tell us if we're right or wrong, or you'll find out if you know the game's already been played. Totally. But Bucks, Cowboys, it's happening. Bucks minus eight is the line. I think the over-under is like 52 if you're in that kind of thing. I'm not really an over-under yeah, guy. But Bucks minus eight, Owen, you make a pick there. Why don't you start? Yeah, I off? think, I mean, we've talked long and hard about the Bucks. I think this is the most talented roster in the NFL. And, I mean, Dallas, you know, they could surprise some people this year. I know there's a lot of guys that are Dallas fans. But to me, this just seems like a clear statement game. I think Brady comes out of the gates firing. I think their defensive uh, you know, their front, even their secondary, their linebacking core, everybody on the defensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball is fired, fired up. And I think they play with a little bit of a chip on their shoulders. So I like, I like Tampa Bay to win by probably more than eight, like 10, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. Definitely more than eight. Um, it's probably going to be a rusty game as it usually is for everybody. Uh, that Dallas defense we talked about, it looks horrible. Yeah. So, um, we don't know a lot about Dak yet. He hasn't been in game action for a really long time. So, It'll be interesting to see how he comes out of the gates, but I do expect the Bucks to, you know, beat them towards the end there and and, and definitely go over. Yeah, I've got I've got Tampa Bay here. I like it a little too much. I think 
If you're at home, I recommend it. Yeah. You know, I'll go that far. I think that the Bucks have the eye of the tiger this year. I just, I think they're going to come out and lay the smack down. I, yeah. I, I don't see how they don't. I'm sorry to the Dallas people out there, but I'm really not. You know, <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, there's no apologies to yeah. Dallas fans. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's no reason to apologize to you guys. It's, it is what it is. Bottom of the barrel, some would say. <laughs> Whatever. That's just one man's opinion. Yeah, three, three man's opinion. <laughs> um, Zach. Yeah. yeah, three man's opinion. That's right. So maybe it's a majority opinion. I <laughs> yeah. don't know. Maybe. Um, Dallas is without Zach Martin, if you're at home. It looks like Chris Godwin, he was on the injury report. Now he's off the injury report. That's really the only things to report there. I'm just going to be excited to have football back. I think it's Alan Chris on the call. Oh, that's That'll get the blood pumping. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for doing that. Yeah. Gift from the gods, yeah. Alan Chris. <laughs> um, is there anything you're really looking forward to tomorrow? Anything you want the people at home to look for? I was going to say, just enjoy it. Just, you know what? It's like you got a big date or something coming up. You don't overthink it. You know what I mean? Just enjoy, enjoy the experience. And, and yeah, just let it all sink in. Pay attention to the sights, the sounds, the smells, and just cherish in your heart. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Um, basically, the same thing Owen said. I just... I personally can't wait for for when I see the <laughs> for when I see the players warming up, mm, catching mm. the balls. I see the quarterback throwing throwing the balls. He's got his little sidekick there that catches and then passes it to him. Yeah, want to f up the hands. Now that's a great job. That's a really good job. That's a really good job. I want to see Bruce Arians red as a cherry. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Just, it's gonna be so good. I can't wait. You know what always gets me is when they're playing the theme song and then they show the outside view of the stadium. You oh, know, man. and they do the pa- the wide pan. Then they cut to Al in the studio. Oh my yeah. god! He's all bundled up. He's wearing like a like a pea coat or something like that. Yeah, Tampa in September, yeah. he might come shirtless. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's, that's true. That's Al true. Does it? Yeah, <laughs> he rolls in style. So drink it in, everybody. Like Owen said, I liked what you said there. You know, it's like the big day. Just, just let yeah. it be. Let it be. You, you yeah. Don't get too excited. Except, you know, my whole life kind of depends on this game tomorrow. <laughs> my happiness. Um, <laughs> we could do. I guess before we start talking week one, we've been we did players last episode, and we sort of ran through what players we liked more than others. We have been doing over unders for teams the whole summer. The last sixteen episodes, we've done them. So you know, we don't want to rehash too much. But if we quickly go through the divisions, pick a winner. You tell me if there's a Super Bowl team in there, any team you changed your opinion on over the course of the offseason. Let's do it. Let's just run through them. For sure. For sure. One one last time one, before, the, before we launch into the season. Exactly. Your last second bet changes, whatever you need. But We got you. We got you. We're going to figure this we'll out. recap. NFC or AFC, where do you want to start? I don't know. Where do you want to start? I have right. no idea. I, I don't like choosing stuff like that. <laughs> okay, we'll do. Uh, we'll start NFC. Okay, start at AFC for the for the beginning of the thing. Let's do NFC. NFC East. Now, originally, I had said that I like Dallas to win this division. Um, Are we capping? I would like to amend that, and I I will be joining you guys on the Washington Let's football go. team. Oh, yes. I assume you guys are staying with the football team this oh, year. Yeah, yeah. big time. I'm Absolutely. A big fan. Okay, I just I'm a little scared about Dak, and I uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I liked Dallas a lot last year, and I felt like I needed to carry it in, and they hurt me last year, so I don't know. I'm kind of afraid. So to hard knock CD Land into it for you, hey? Well, he's gonna be nasty, but <laughs> I don't. I just don't know. It, it's it's a bit risky. I think the football team. It's not like I'm predicting them to win the Super Bowl. No, no. no. I'm just thinking a safe nine and eight is gonna win this division. 
But Dallas is still f- the favorite, though, I think. Right? They are. They yeah. are. They're plus 125, and the yeah. football team's plus So that's why I think Washington also has good value. Like, it's just yeah, they do. a nice bet to make. And I uh, I also want to amend my Eagles prediction. I'd like to take them to go under. So okay. I'm picking Eagles under, Giants under, Cowboys under, football team. I like the football team. And, and they narrowed down their team names to like eight. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they got a process going. Let's go. That's what you need. I'd love to be like in that process. Just what like what are we doing? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Owen, do you have anything to add on the NFC East before we move on? On the NFC East, no, not not specifically. I do have one for um, I think it's the NFC South, I believe, okay. which is uh, Atlanta. I, I think originally I chose them to go under, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, I want to amend that, and I, I think that I think they'll go over this year. I like what okay. I've uh, I like what I've seen from some of their receivers. I like Pitts. I like Ridley. Um, I think Matt Ryan still got some something left in the tank. And you know what? I think I thought about the stat you brought up when we talked about them initially, where they were just so unlucky in like one score one score games and stuff. And I just think, you know what? What goes around comes around. And so this year, I think they'll 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 outperform my expectations. Okay. Good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. But we're all still picking Tampa Bay there. I don't think that's a doubt. Yeah. No, so definitely you, not. It, yeah. yeah. If you run through, we all, we all say Tampa Bay. I think I'm kind of with you on Atlanta, but I still pick the Saints to finish better than the Falcons. I'll go, I'll go Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Panthers. You agree? Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So that, that one's, that one's solved. We're yeah, done. locked up. Lock it up. NFC North. Uh, I haven't changed my opinion on anything here. I like the Packers, but. I still think the Vikings could make the playoffs. Yeah, who's gonna make the playoffs? Vikings. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I think the Vikings will too. Yeah, hopefully with uh, if once yeah, the I whole mean, who Kirk knows? Cousin doesn't get. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of question marks with the Vikings. <laughs> I'm also not like super sold on the Packers. I have a little bit of worries with them. Okay. Just given like there's a lot of distractions going on. Like I get the whole Rogers is yeah, I'm here to win. Like I want to win MVP again. Like I get that, but you did make a stain in the off season. It's, it's a little awkward. It's a little weird. Devontae Adams, all that stuff. So yeah, there's still probably the best team here, but it's not a great division. Yeah. Cause we, neither of us like the bears or the Lions. No, cause yeah. Dalton playing. That's a, we're canceling that. Yeah, that's a cancel. That's yeah. a cancel. Uh, lastly, the West, which is the closest one, uh, 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, obviously. Uh, I had it. I, I, I don't want to amend anything because we did this one like last week. But for me, it's uh, 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals. Uh, so I got the Rams winning this division. Okay. And I got the Rams winning the NFC. So I'm seeing mm-hmm. them in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yep. Owen, did you wow. have anything to add for this division? I, uh, I believe I had it Rams- 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals, and I, I think that's how it's going to sh- end up shaking out. So n- nothing there to add, really. Okay. But. All right. So we're pretty we're pretty where we were on the NFC. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. But my NFC winner, I'm going to pick the Bucks. I hate picking the team that was just there, but if there's ever a time to do it, I think this is the one. Everything you read yeah. about how they're like, oh yeah, we're more together this year than we were last year. Um, the full practices, they retain all the starters. We don't have to go through it like that, but I just I think they're going to get back. I trust them more than anybody else in this conference. Yeah. But you got the Rams? I got the Rams. I like the Rams. There's just something about them. I, I'm investing a lot in Stafford this year. I think I think he's going to be good. I really like the offense. But like you said, we talked about it like literally last pod. So, um, yeah, they're, they're my pick. I got to go with uh, – got to shake it up a little bit. Okay. And, Owen, what are you going with? Yeah, I think um, 
I agree with what you said, Phil. I think Tampa Bay is, they had the most talented roster last year and they're returning all 22 starters. Plus they drafted Joe Tryon, who looks pretty good. So mm-hmm. he could actually be, you know, a somewhat valuable contributor there. And then as far as the Rams go, they would be another pick as somebody that can maybe challenge the Bucks. But I mean, I've just thought about it so much. I think they're teetering on the edge um, of a point where, you know, if they, if they, if one of their guys goes down with injury on the defensive side of the ball, or even one of their guys on offense, I think it could, be kind of disastrous for them I so agree. i definitely trust the uh, the bucks here more than anybody else and i think they'll i think they'll re- repeat as champions this year okay all right yeah. i like that yeah. let's do afc we can burn through this one as well uh east i originally picked buffalo to go under i would like to amend that but i i think uh it's gonna be i actually also picked miami to go over that was a mistake i've made a lot of mistakes that's okay. You know, that's I, we're we're here for that. Yeah, sometimes you want to be different and it just doesn't work out. You know, you make you, you got to come back to the earth and you so, know. So so it's like when you're writing your test and yeah. like the teacher's like, "Okay, you're gonna hand your test in in like five minutes," and you're just oh switching I'm, it up. Fast. I'm close yeah, enough yeah. to asking for a new copy of the <laughs> test because I've erased everything and and penned and all of a sudden the paper's chafing oh, and I've got man. the loose strands. You're ripping everywhere. holes in there because you're racing oh. so much yeah exactly <laughs> exactly good thing it wasn't in Got pen pencil all over your scantron yeah, yeah. exactly oh, disaster. it's on the side of my hand going yeah. up and down <laughs> uh but i'm gonna go with buffalo to win this division but i think the patriots will make the playoffs unfortunately for everybody but that's what i'm going with yeah totally yeah. i don't think it's crazy to think that the patriots will make the playoffs i think bills are definitely winning this division i think the people, you know, some people are saying that the Patriots could win. Like, I think we got to settle down on Mac Jones just a little bit. I agree. Um, it's different playing in the preseason versus playing in the pros. He played a lot of the backup guys that aren't very good. I and mean, some of them aren't even backups. They're just like, I agree. They haven't even played an NFL game. Um, so I think we should pump the brakes on that. And then I'm not 100% sure if I went over on Miami. But yeah, if I did, I'd like to go under. I'm skeptical. Two is really scaring me. Yeah. So, same. Like a <laughs> it's lot. Tough. Yeah. Owen, are you sticking Bill's Pats there? Or actually, you liked the Jets, did you not? I did like the Jets. I do. Uh, I think I had the Bills, Jets, Patriots, and then the uh, oh my, goodness. and then the Dolphins. So I Would you like an amendment on that. On it? No, no, no. I like I like my picks. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Yeah, <laughs> God no. forbid. I would have said my. I mean, I, I'm with you guys. Miami scares me, so I think they're going to finish last in this division. Although I think it'll be a good division overall. So I'll give you that. And Phil, the, the fans want to know. <laughs> no, what do the fans want to know? The fans want to know about your Jacksonville pick because that was horrible. That might have been the worst pick out of all of them. Okay. Okay, here we go. Yeah. I yeah. have pumped the brakes on the Jags, okay. but here's what I'm thinking. Still, I'm not predicting them to be that bad. Cowherd said they're going to win four games. They're not going to win four so games. Odd. They're going to win like six or seven. But what I'm thinking, what my thinking was, was this division is so bad that it's basically up for grabs. The division is Tennessee, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, and Houston. I thought it was up for grabs, and I thought they could win. But then you watch the preseason, and they can't block. They can't play defense. I'm not in. I'm not in. But I was in, so it's kind of like I kind of want to stand by it. You know, I'm at a weird point right now. But I'm going to pick Tennessee to win this division. And I still think the Colts are going to be bad. That's really all I have to say about this I'm with you, Phil. I'm with you. I hate the Colts. Yeah, yeah, I had the I had the Titans yeah. as my division winner here, and originally, actually, I think I picked the Colts to win this division, but I'm totally pumping the brakes once again. Carson Wentz has missed way too much time, and mm-hmm. he's not an elite star where he can miss so much time with injury and and COVID and all that, come back and be a difference maker. 
So he needed that. He needed the time in in training camp. And that's what I'm oh, saying because yeah. he's not good enough to just like skip. Like he's not Aaron Rodgers because I feel like if Aaron Rodgers skipped all that time, he'd still be freaking insane. Oh, Tom he, Brady would he still be freaking insane. Yeah, well, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, um, so but Carson Wentz isn't good enough. Who the hell is he gonna throw to? Yeah, I, I don't, don't like T. Y. Hilton's out. I like that Pittman guy. Are, but, yeah, Pittman's all right, but. Yeah, the offense is gonna be really shaky. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not in. Have they that's... said if uh, if Wentz is gonna start on Sunday yet or no? Yeah, he's gonna play. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. But I guess he won't play the whole season because oh, yeah. that's happened every single season. He's yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. There's a bit of a pattern there. Um, AFC North. This is another one I'd like an amendment on. I originally predicted the Ravens to win this division. I would like to backtrack that, and I would like to take the Ravens under. I'm so deathly afraid of the Ravens. <laughs> um, they were a team that could not afford to lose running backs, and they've lost pretty much every running back. Uh, they run the ball a lot. There's, it's a tough schedule. I would like to amend that, and unfortunately, I'm going to take the Browns to win this division. Yeah. Sorry, Phil, can you say that one more time? I'm going to take the Browns to win this division. <laughs> ah. Oh, and what, what do you have? <laughs> um, they scare me a little bit, but, I mean, they, they still have uh, two of the best running backs, two, be- two decent running backs in Gus Edwards and uh, Lamar Jackson, so I think they'll be good. <laughs> But I would definitely agree with you. I like I like Cleveland to win. That this was division. funny. That was clever. <laughs> that was a good Thank one. Yeah. <laughs> I like Cleveland though. I like Cleveland. I think they'll run away with this division at the end of the day, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, totally. I'm the same as you guys here. I like the Browns. Dang. God, I wanted to be wrong. <laughs> uh in the West, lastly, Kansas City. Uh I think there's three playoff teams here with Kansas City, Denver, and the Chargers, though. I like all those teams quite a bit. So I'm picking yeah. them all to make the playoffs. But Kansas City's going to win this division, in my mind. Yeah. You, I think nobody can disagree with me. I mean... Oh, well, you could, but it would just be strange. Like, yeah, I'm going to pick the Chiefs too, but I'm going to be honest, I wouldn't be crazy surprised if the Chargers just somehow, like, as a dark horse, just... And this would only be because, like, the Chiefs miss something with injury. Like, yeah. Hill goes out, Kelsey goes out or something. But, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Chiefs here. It's, it's a safe bet. Okay, you, yeah, you riding? Yeah, <clears throat> I think the Chiefs are in a similar position to the Bucks, where they're returning most of their in, impact players from last year. So I think they'll go to the Super Bowl again. That would be that would be my pick from the AFC. But I do think I'm even higher on the Chargers now than I was before. Um, okay, so I I think they're a top four or five team in the AFC. So I think they could they could make some noise. But, so you're predicting a run back Super Bowl? Oh my god, that's never happened. I don't. Know. Yeah. That ever happened? I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's ever happened. I'll that tell you another thing that's never happened is a 43-year-old quarterback starting and winning a Super Bowl <laughs> at home. I'll tell you that's then, never happened. And then are uh-huh. you predicting a 44-year-old quarterback to win this year? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. 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 So okay. you just want to replay last season is what I mean, you're predicting. I'll tell you another thing that's never happened since we're on the subject is a team <laughs> returning all 22 starters, a Super Bowl team running it back. This or a team true. that went to the that's Super Bowl true. running back almost all their starters. Or almost all their impact players, at least. So I'll tell you, I, I think that we're we're, in, we're dealing with almost unprecedented territory here. Okay. So, Owen's uh, getting yeah. cocky with his bets here. I like it. It's a little Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, it is a little Zach Wilson. <laughs> I respect it. Um, I'm personally going to take the Bills to win the AFC, and I'm going to pick the Bucks to beat them in the Super Bowl. That's going to be my prediction. Good choice. Um. So I got the Chiefs and the Rams in the Super Bowl, and. It's just the toss up. No one wins. No, it's a tie. It's a tie. Like mm. like we said for the NBA finals, it's just a tie. Okay. They right. kick off and the ball never lands. Oh <laughs> the butt kicker just put it in space. <laughs> Basically. They'll bring out Joe Namath to flip a coin for the winner. 
Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. not really flip. Oh, just I saw sort of... something on TikTok. <laughs> a little bit of TikTok research. Whichever team uh, loses the coin cost, the coin Toy- toss, coin cost, coin cost. That's our new thing. Um, they always win the Super Bowl. Whoever loses, the whoever coin loses. Toss. So whoever kicks off first doesn't win. Mm. Okay. So something to keep in mind. Let's set a reminder to totally. February, February, February 5th or whatever yeah. it is this year <laughs> in SoFi Stadium. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. All right. Let's do it. Let's talk uh, week one because this is coming right up around the corner. From when you're hearing this, it's going to be on the weekend and you're not going to be able to move on Saturday. You're going to be so nope. hyped. You're not going to be able to sleep on Saturday night. You're so hyped. You're going to have to take five melatonins to mm-hmm. go to bed. Yeah. Here we are. Week one. Let's do it. I think there's four games in the afternoon. So I think that makes nine in the morning. I think that's the the balance. But let's make some picks. We all picked the Bucks to win on Thursday night. So we're sort of going to do this here every Thursday. We'll go over the big games. We'll give you some picks against the spread. We'll try to make you some money. We'll keep an overall scoreboard as sure. well. And uh, by January, we'll have a picks champion. How about that? Sounds good. I love that. I love that. Yeah. We're having a picks champ. So we're yeah. we're making sure you guys are keeping us accountable. Mm-hmm. Well, we're keeping yeah. ourselves accountable. Exactly. So you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, a little accountability. Mm-hmm. If we lose your money, sorry, but we won't. So yeah, the, yeah. it is what it is, yeah. depending on who you listen to, you know. Yeah. It, it all depends. Somebody, so it's your choice. Yeah, exactly. Choose wisely here. Don't uh, don't make a mistake. Uh, we all picked Tampa Bay to win on Thursday night, though, so that seems like free money for you at home. I yeah. mean, pretty much yeah. just double your bank account. It is what it yeah. is. Um, the first game, I think probably the best game of the morning. And I'm not being biased here. It's Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Um, Bills are the favorites, minus six and a half at home. Going to be a pack house. Fans back in Buffalo. RIP to the tables out there. <laughs> That's tough. Um, minus six and a half. Where do you guys land on this one? Uh, I've got Pittsburgh uh, covering. Okay. I um, do as well. Yeah, you know what? I think Pittsburgh's getting a little too much hate, but... I just it's 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 week one and that's why I'm t- I'm gonna be willing to be a little more risky this week because a lot of teams that we expect to be good might not come out as well from the gate might not be you know as squeaky clean the might be some uh, r- rough patches there in the beginning so so I like Pittsburgh because because they're bringing back most of that offense mm-hmm. Ben's still behind there and like you said gonna run the ball a lot with Najee so um, I, I think it'll be a shootout but I don't think the Bills are going to run away with it or anything. I think that they'll get under this line because early season, you know, teams, there's not a lot of, there's not a huge margin between mm. them. There hasn't been enough practice. You haven't built up an identity yet. Now, Buffalo could hit the ground running because Buffalo retained everything they had last year too for the most part. But I think Pittsburgh's going to hang around in this one. I don't think they're going to win it, but I think they'll hang around and keep it close. Okay, are you with us? Yeah, I think, Phil, You, I'm, I'm not with you guys. I think Buffalo is going to win pretty comfortably here. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I think you said it pretty well, Phil. I think they'll kind of hit the ground, um, kind of running, and just kind of continue what they were doing well, uh, well last year. I think we're discounting how much of an impact this stadium is going to have on this game because it's been people forget with the year off what what kind of stadium, you know, what kind of atmosphere exists in Buffalo. And I think it's going to be a crazy game. I'm expecting the fans to come out in droves. I'm expecting, I'm expecting it to be loud, and I'm expecting it to be a, a packed house. So give me Buffalo by at least a touchdown in this game. Okay, all, all right. right. I'm with. Uh, I'm not with you, but I'll, I'll respect your take. I okay. guess I don't know. Uh, third game because we did pick Thursday night, so we'll pick the third game here. It's Cleveland at Kansas City. This is probably the game of the mm. day. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game. It's in the afternoon. The NFL did that thing where they loaded up on the morning games, so we'd all watch one afternoon game. Yeah, this is the <clears throat> afternoon game we're all gonna watch. Absolutely. Kansas City minus six points at home. 
I went back and forth on this one, but I settled on taking the Browns to get mm-hmm. within the line. I think they've been pretty quiet all off season. They've been sort of laying in the weeds. They've definitely been prepping for this. They're looking forward to the rematch. I think Kansas City still wins this game, but I think that number is just slightly too high. Me too, Phil. I'm I'm with you, boss. I think I think this is a big year for Cleveland. I think they're gonna you know try and make a statement here mm-hmm. coming up against the Chiefs, like you said. Um, so I, I like them a lot, and you know the Chiefs know they're that they're amazing. So they might not. I'm not saying they won't take the game seriously, but I, I feel like the Browns are going to really, really try and win this game. They've been preparing. Owen, oh, I, I have a feeling you're riding with this one. Yeah, I am. I, I, I'm with you guys. I'm not too sure if uh, the Browns actually pull this one out, but I think they'll cover for sure. And I think it's just, you know, you look at the team, they're returning the best offensive line in football. Um, you know, they've got OBJ. Should, uh, he, he should be playing this week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think he'll be in there. Um, and, uh, and yeah, they've got new defensive pieces on the, or more, more pieces on the defensive side of the ball in uh, Jadavia and Clowney, for example. So I think they're, yeah. So I think they're an improved team and uh, I think they're a serious Super Bowl contender. So I hope this isn't the first time we see Cleveland, Kansas city this year. Look at that. The only time I should say. A little foreshadowing there. Yeah, I like cool. that. That was yeah. that was sharp, dude. It's like you pro trained. Is that you, Stephen A. Smith over there? <laughs> uh, we could pick Monday or sorry Sunday night football because we've got Chicago and the Rams again. Alan Chris back, best on TV. You know, remember the theme song? Oh, best on TV. Love it. Carrie Underwood. Do you think she's coming back this year? Is she coming back? I hope we so. Know? I sure hope so. She really signals in when it's you know dark out, and yeah. you can. Sometimes I'm upstairs and I hear it from down. I hear it yeah. coming from downstairs, and it's like I'm just levitating towards the, the basement. You know it. You know yeah. it. Um, the line is uh, Rams minus seven and a half. First game in that uh, palace of a stadium with yep. fans in it. Uh, I personally am going to take the Rams. I just. I don't trust the Bears, and the Rams have been saving their starters all preseason, so they might be rusty. You're taking that risk, but I just I trust the Rams. I don't trust the Bears. It's what it boils down to. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams here. I think they'll win comfortably over a touchdown. Um, like you said, they're going to come out buzzing, new stadium, and I, I don't think the Bears are going to be ready for that. Defense, I think, is a little bit overrated. Like I said, they have a lot of good individual pieces, but they don't really gel as a cohesive unit as much. So... Um, like I said, I think that stadium is going to be buzzing. They're going to be phased. Dalton's going to suck. He already has so much pressure on him. So I definitely got the Rams here. Okay, you yeah. I think this is honestly a pretty easy one. I like this. Like you guys have said, I think the stadium is going to be rocking. And I think, uh, you know, Stafford is going to make a – we're going to be able to see the difference that he's able to make pretty, pretty quickly here. And Chicago, for all the good pieces they have on their defensive – uh, front. I don't think Andy Dalton's good enough, and I think their secondary is pretty patchy along with their offensive line. So, I, I don't. I just don't trust them as far as uh, as far as I can throw them here. So, I'm taking the Rams comfortably here as well. We're all kind of on the same page here. I'd say so. Yeah, it's interesting. I get a feeling this might change when we pick Monday Night Football, which is Alex's Las Vegas Raiders yep. at home for the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are laying four and a half right now. This would have been my best pick of the week if I didn't have to pick it. This is I love this spread, and I love the Raiders at home. Wow, let's go, Phil. Owen's making a face like he doesn't know what I just said, but I love the Raiders. First game in that new stadium, Baltimore going on the road. It's a long flight. 
I don't know, Monday night, they're going to be jacked up. The Gruden teams always come out hard. They never really, you know, land the plane, but they get jacked up at the start and they just take off. You know, it's a lot of adrenaline pumping. They're always ready to go at home. I think it's going to be an attitude victory. I like the the Raiders a lot. That's what I'm going with. You know what, damn it, Phil, you changed my mind with that See, impeccable speech. I had the Ravens minus four and a half. I'm going to go with my Raiders. Uh, I, I can't turn my back on my boys. Like you said, um, uh, Derek Carr is going to be good. Uh, Jacobs is going to run the ball with him. We'll see how the Ravens defense comes out. Yeah, you know, they've, they've had some question marks this season. But uh, yeah, you're right, though. We do come out buzzing. You know, you do. there's always some hope. For, like last year, we were 2-0. and We beat the Saints in, in New Orleans, I think. <laughs> but uh you and i was like wow like we were making the playoffs and then we just sucked towards the end but yeah true well, I, I like it owen you this, is a, this is a real toss-up but i'm gonna go with baltimore here mm-hmm. um, okay yeah i think i i really just don't like las vegas generally speaking this year i think they're gonna be a really bad football team and i think they don't really have much to much to show for for all the money they've spent on I guess their coach, namely, but they don't have a number one receiver. I don't think their offensive line is pretty poor. Um, and then defensively, they're just, they're not, they're really just, this is a poorly constructed roster all the way through. I think they're outside of Derek Carr and like, I don't even know who else is good on that roster, really. They don't really have a lot of good players there. So I, I like Brian I like Edwards. Baltimore. Yeah, there you, you go. You love Brian Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> Crosby, maybe. Here's the thing. I. Crosby, maybe. Yeah, just maybe. Oh, guy, you've got two separate from us? I think so, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to pick a, our favorite line of the week. Owen, oh, do you want to go first? Oh, you yeah, bat, batted clean up every single one. So you want to go first? I do, I do. Um, for me, this uh, this was a lock of the week for me is uh, the Jets at plus four and a half. So they're the <laughs> underdogs in this game. I like them to not only cover the, the line, but to win this one. Okay. Um, you know, they're, they are going on the road, so, you know, take that for what it is. But I think they're a much improved team from last year. I like, I love what I've seen from Corey Davis. I think um, Elijah Moore has looked really, really impressive. And there's all sorts of NFL receivers and, and retired guys that are singing his praises. So uh, I think the receiving core should be good. And then, um, you know, Elijah Red Tucker and, and Makai Becton on, off- on the offensive line. Um, should be good as well. And then Carolina, I think there's a lot of question marks. Obviously, they have a really good receiving core, but I don't trust Sam Donald. I don't think he's a good quarterback. So uh, I think the Jets should come in there. And uh, with their new coach and new guys, I think they'll make a statement, and I think they'll beat them on the road. That was stunning. Did you see that coming? No, I didn't. Yeah. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's a totally stunning pick. Out of out of left field, so that I would say. crazy. What are you going with, Alex? <laughs> Uh, there's, there's some good ones here. Um, but I think what I'm going to choose as my lock of the week is, uh, Atlanta minus three and a half. I okay. like them at home. I like that offense. Like we were talking about. They're playing uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Playing Philadelphia. Um, but Atlanta's at home. Like we said, I like Matt Ryan. Um, I think Calvin really is going to be great this year. I want to see what Kyle Pitts can do. Also, I don't, I just don't think Philadelphia is going to be very good. Like we love Hertz. We're Hertz podcast. Yeah. Two thirds of a, of our podcast is a Hertz podcast. I'm but the third. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have any offense. Um, the defense isn't that great. It's getting really old. And, and I just like the home team here to come out buzzing. They played in a lot of tight games last year with some really good teams. I don't think Philadelphia is a very good team. So I think they'll, they'll go, they'll definitely go 
here. I like that too. The half point scared me. I'd like it more if it's three. Okay. The three and a half kind of got to me a little bit. I had that on my short list, but I love the pick I'm about to give you. I'm taking you to New York okay. where the Denver Broncos are playing up against the New York Giants. And hear me now and hear me loud. The Denver Broncos are going to win this game. They're minus two and a half. This is, this is free coinage right here. Yep. <laughs> Here's what it is. Denver has the personnel to play a classic road game. Say what you want about Teddy Bridgewater. Guy's not going to be afraid. He's going to go on the road. They're going to control the clock. You don't need big plays. They can take chunks out of the Giants. And what have the Giants not been able to do? They haven't been able to block for their quarterback. And they don't have a great offense. And what's Denver's strength? is their defense, defense, and they're going to have a good pass rush. Von Miller's coming back this week. He's going to be the healthiest he'll be all season. They have Chubb, obviously, mm-hmm. good pass defense. Sertains like look really good. He certainly has. That's right. Yeah. They just need Teddy to be okay. Just stand there. Just drive Just drive the bus. That's all you need to do. <laughs> point A to point B. That's <laughs> it. Denver Broncos minus two and a half. That's lock of the lock. week. Lock okay. it in. Free that's coin. a great pick, Phil. I really like that pick. So Owen's going with the Jets as his lock. Alex, you're riding with the Falcons. I'm riding with the Falcons. Let's go. And I'm going to ride with the Denver Broncos. Okay. All right. There we go. I like it. Now we can shift out. I usually, I mean, we do the top headlines at the start of the show, but my Lord, if there's anything to talk about out there that isn't football, I I missed it. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. There's literally nothing out there. The One of the only stories in sports right now is the Toronto Blue Jays. Yep. Yes, yes. We got to talk about it. We have a resident expert in the cut. Owen, you said last show you had, you'd lost all hope. The Blue Jays have now won six in a row. They are playing as of recording. We do not know the results of this game. Assume they won. They've won six in a row. And they're if they win today, they're going to be one back. Right now, they're two back. But let's just say two back. Are, are you back on the bandwagon? Do you have the hope again? You know what? I do, I do. And... The fans at home, you're welcome. I, uh, I I made another cursed pick. As as with all my picks I've made on the podcast, it's gone the complete opposite direction, um, which, I mean, I'm happy about. So I think, yeah. But think, now that you've picked them, now that you have hope again, wouldn't uh, the worry be that they're going to fail now? Yeah, say that they're us. Yeah, yeah no, they're, exactly. they're terrible. The Jays suck, so uh, okay. I'm out. But, but I will we'll say, Phil, maybe we'll let Phil yeah. talk about this one. Phil, Phil, you no. take you run point on this one. I would say, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go <laughs> okay. ahead. I think the Jays suck, and I think they're not going to make the playoffs. But I will say, I am 100 percent on the bandwagon again, and I have full hope. Um, <clears throat> I think the Yankees have looked really bad. Their offense really—I I don't think they've had an extra base hit uh, before this game. They played today, you know, in like three games or something like that. So the bats have been pretty bad. And then the Jays, I mean, we our staff has looked really, really, really good. I mean, mm-hmm. Matt's had a quality start yesterday. Barrios had a, a good start the other day as well, and he's going to start again uh, again tomorrow. So, yeah, and then obviously, you know, what we get from guys like Manoa and, and Ryu has even looked decent. So, you right. know, we have – yeah, and of course, Ray is – he's been what he's been all year, which is solid and, and really, really, really – you know, he's giving us really good starts. So I like the, the staff. I think we're – our bats are really finding their groove, especially Marcus Simeon has been on absolute, absolutely been on fire. And I just like, you know, at this point, I feel like we really control our destiny because if we can um, keep beating the the Yankees, we have another series with them again to close this, to close the year. And then we, we play Tampa Bay, I think in a couple of weeks as well, or a week and a half. So I think there's some chances here to make up some ground. We also got uh, Merriweather back today. So that's mm-hmm. good to see. 
Um, so yeah, I guess that was kind of all over the place, but I just think we're, we're kind of hitting our stride at the right time. And, uh, the teams that we're kind of competing against, even the Red Sox have stumbled a little bit. Um, but the Red Sox Yankees, um, and the Mariners won today, but generally the Mariners before they were kind of faltering. So that's good to see. I think, think things are kind of working out in our favor. I actually have a take about the Blue Jays. I think it's a systemic failure if they miss the playoffs this year. Yeah. I don't understand how you have this talent and you're getting the year you have from the starters. And if you miss the playoffs, that is a, a giant, gigantic opportunity yeah. missed. Well, you're still paying these young guys pennies while you have the budget to spend on these other guys before you got to pay the young guys. To miss the playoffs this year is a huge, huge gaffe. So I hope that they make it because otherwise it, it shows really bad that they had negligence about the manager and they had negligence about the bullpen because this could have been fixed. Yeah, that's my that's my take. I'm with you, Phil. And I think when you look at the the numbers, I think it it shows that this is a playoff team. Like when you look at the at the wild card standings and you look at run differential, I've touched on this before, but it's it's like negative run differential, negative run differential plus 120 or whatever the Blue Jays are at right now, and then it's negative negative. Like we're we the numbers suggest that we should be a playoff team at this point, but there's just been some mismanagement. I think at the end of games. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been hit by the by injuries at certain points, obviously with Springer and guys like even at the start of the season, Kirby Yates. So, you know, yeah, it's about him. Yeah, yeah, everybody. He's that was a waste. But, I think Kirby Yates forgot about Kirby. Yates. Yeah, I don't even, he could price some Florida right now. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I think this is the most talented team we've had maybe in my lifetime, maybe not my lifetime, but, it, you know, since I've been a Blue Jays fan. So it's 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 up craziness. There. Yeah. Alex, you have any take about the Jays these days? Uh, nothing much. I was off. Like I was pretty pissed that they were losing all those games and stuff. I remember they dropped like two to the Nationals. That Tigers series really eroded. And then me. the Tigers yeah. series, so it was really tough. Yeah. And I stopped paying attention to them, but I mean now they won those these what was it six games now? Yeah. Six games. So uh, it's been hype, and uh, there's nothing like blue like the Blue Jays in the postseason in October. So I just hope they get more. there. Yeah, I hope we get there too. Like it's close, but we control our own destiny now. Where we can, yeah, yeah. At least we know that it, it, we can, can. We know where we control where we're going. Just basically what you said, and just re rewrap it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my so. bad, my bad. <laughs> um, the other sort of sort of headline, I guess, it comes from football too. But the Ravens, the Ravens signed Le'Veon Bell. Um, Ravens, is, I like that. the Ravens. Yeah, this is a slap in my face. Um, I've already had to deal with James Harrison going to the Patriots and the Bengals, and I've had to deal with Antonio Brown going to the Patriots for a week. Le'Veon Bell, man, you didn't need to go to the Ravens, bro. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Um, like, just go anywhere else. That's all the matter. Stay out of stay out of the division. Like, I don't understand what's with these former Steelers deciding, oh, I want to come back and play for the rivals. I don't get it, man. Yeah, I can't say much about that, but I don't even like think Le'Veon Bell has anything left in him. Like, I think he's like pure trash. Like, I don't think he's good. He doesn't have anything left in him, and I'm surprised they ended up going with him. I don't know if they decided on the deal before Latavius Murray was cut. I mean, Latavius is also decent. He's not phenomenal, but he also would have been some nice insurance there in the backfield. The Seahawks are stacked. Also, they have some good mm -hmm. run young running mm -hmm. backs that they could use. So. In that situation, personally, I would have favored going with like a young running back as opposed to Latavia, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Bell. So uh, that's just my take. Yeah. Oh, and you have anything to add on Le'Veon? Yeah, I would have. I mean, I would have picked up a guy, maybe like a Craig Reynolds type, somebody who's just sitting on the on, a, mm -hmm. on the table there. I don't know why he's still available. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Somebody's got to get on the phone and make someone with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, Yeah. like Jalen Green. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's got reasons to have a chip on his shoulder now. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I I mean, Le'Veon Bell. I think he also carries a lot of baggage as far as his personality goes. Like um, his comments last year about Andy Reid and about the Chiefs. I think is I don't know if that's somebody you want to deal with, especially when you're not getting much back talent wise or production wise at this point in his career. So, I mean, that's not something I would have done, but uh, I feel like they're kind of desperate at this point. They, they needed somebody, and that was maybe the best available option in their eyes. So I don't know if he'll be a big contributor, but, you know, I guess it is what it is. I'm not a fan. Yeah. That's true, though. But he, like you said, he could still do enough damage in the locker room where it's det- detrimental to the team, yeah. right? Like, like he wasn't playing with the Chiefs, but he was still making a weird impact and stuff and, and talking yeah. all that stuff. I think he said something to Andy Reid. I mean, why would you say anything to Andy Reid? He's, he's yeah. the goal. Yeah, he he's wanted to get the ball coach. more, yeah. He, well, yeah, he said so, he said yeah. he wouldn't play for Andy Reid again. He said that to told the, the, the media that at the end of the year. Yeah. These Which Pittsburgh is, guys. And Andy wouldn't sign you, boss, so don't yeah. worry. Yeah. Yeah. Andy's you doing just fine. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a, I, that's a, a, you're fired, I'm quitting. That's yeah. what that is, yeah. Oh, these Pittsburgh guys, man, Brown and Le'Veon are just nutbags. It's, yeah. it's so weird. Like, Pittsburgh really, they, you didn't hear a peep out of them for like four or five years there. It's kind of yeah. miraculous. I don't yeah. know how it happened. Mike Tomlin must be a hell of a guy. That's all. Yeah. That Martavius Bryant there for a while, too. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, let's not forget guys. about the TikTok boys, too, that are on the team mm-hmm. TikTok boys. Let's yeah. forget about them. I don't want to yeah. talk about that. <laughs> TikTok boys might be phased in that good uh, Bills stadium. They might yeah. be. They, well, don't worry. scared. I'm sure they'll, you know, I'm sure you'll see them there on your TikTok and everything. So whatever. Uh, let's do the usual stuff for this week. Bozo of the week, genius of the week. No conclusive evidence. Where do you boys want to start? You want to start with the with the smarties out there? You want to start with the bozos? What do you want to do? Uh, let's start with the smarties here. Okay. All right. Um, so there was a video circulating on Twitter again, always some sort of video circulating on Twitter and it's actually from 2016. So it's a little bit of a throwback, but it gained traction this past week, especially in the soccer community. And basically it's a video where it's a pro player and he's somewhere in South America, I think. And anyways, he has an arrest warrant out because he hasn't been paying child support for his like kid and stuff. Okay. So what do the cops do? Where's the best place to arrest this guy? You go to the stadium while he's playing a professional soccer game and arrest him. No way. So this genius, he sees this, and he knows the uh, arrest warrant's out from. What does he do? Fakes an injury. So what happens then? The the medical team and like the ambulance, they come on the field, and they put him in the ambulance so he can drive out of the stadium. Wow. Did, he didn't actually get out of the stadium. The cops ended up catching up to him, but I was like, wow, that's so smart. I never that's would have thought movie. of that. I would have just panicked. That bro. is a movie. But he thought of like injured, like fake injuring, getting them to put him on the stretcher, put him in the ambulance, and drive him off to the hospital where he would have escaped later. This guy really didn't want to pay child support. That's crazy. So exactly. That's so crazy. he's a genius for the whole thing that he did at the stadium, but you're a clown for not paying child support, boss. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> fix up. Let's pay up. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I would if you told me real or fake, I would have guessed fake ten thousand yeah. percent. I mean creativity was off the charts. South yeah. America, I'm not going down go. there. Let's get a thirty for know. thirty on that on that guy's life. Yeah. Because yeah. I guarantee you that's a tip of the iceberg with a guy like that. Oh yeah. yeah, if that's he, this is a Rodman type, yeah. you got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> uh, my genius of the week goes to Pierre Dorian. Now uh, I've given it to a GM three weeks in a row in three separate sports, so I'm going to go for the trifecta next Let's next go. week with a baseball GM. But if you don't know this guy, uh, he's the GM of the Ottawa Senators. 
Uh, we're talking a little hockey today. And uh, he said, he's the genius of the week because he said, quote, the rebuild is over. We're now stepping into the next zone. Um, nothing bad has ever happened after you announced that the rebuild <laughs> is over. That's usually, you know, it's just this meteoric rise after you announced that the rebuild's over. Never came back to bite anybody. Nope. Not something, you know, I would refrain from saying. You definitely want to announce, hey, we're stepping into a new zone now. Don't worry about it. So he's my genius of the week, you know? Yeah. You I got- love how he's announcing it like a, like it's a play or something. He's like, act one has concluded. Yes. Now In- we're going to be good. Intermission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, intermission. <laughs> Very funny. I've stepped into the next zone. I'm going to start using that in my daily life. <laughs> totally. It's like, are you coming to work today? No, I've stepped into the next zone. Exactly. I don't exactly. need to worry about yeah, that anymore. Totally. Oh, guy, what you got? I've got another uh, one from the soccer world that's not super soccer related. Um, oh, you like soccer from owen yeah yeah Uh-oh. i know it's crazy wow. crazy um but so there's a soccer player that. thank you thank you it's pure class <laughs> good spine uh, yeah. class <laughs> but there's a soccer player his name is yannick kamba he's from Con- from the congo um mm-hmm. and he was reported dead five years ago because of a reported car crash but uh, he was spotted working in Germany this week as a chemical. He's reported working in this uh, in this in this region in Germany as a chemical technician for an energy supply company. So um, he's his wife's under investigation for uh, insurance fraud for faking his death because it turns out he actually never died and he is currently alive. Mm. Well, so, oopsie there. Yeah. <laughs> so when they asked him, was he just not aware that like everyone thought he was dead or? I guess not because he's part of the lawsuit against his wife. I think he filed. Yeah, they, he's part of the the case against his wife. He's testifying. Oh, against he's her. So, oh, so they wanted to get like money or from the. That's what it sounds like. I think she wanted to get some life life insurance policy, get, make a claim on. Okay. His life insurance. But he was aware of it too. There's no way. I mean, no that's the part you, I don't get because he's testifying. No way, yeah. yeah, you can't be. There's that, no way you aren't aware of your fake death. That's it's your life. If you just vanish and go somewhere else, you're not like, oh, I didn't know. Like, let me sue my wife. That's, no, that's the classic airport. Like, uh, uh, so you know, when you when you watch those security shows at the airport, and then they open the guy's bag, and it's like 25 pounds of cocaine, and he's like, what? Well, it wasn't me. Yeah. Like, I didn't know it was. How in did there. that get yeah. there? Yeah. How to get there? Yeah. 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 It does say. It says. The former player maintains he was unaware of her actions. So I don't know oh, what. That's cap. I don't know if he was just like, yeah, I quit. I'm quitting soccer and I'm going to go work as like an engineer in this random town. And she was like, okay, let me fake your death real quick. But <laughs> and none of your buddies has... text you like, yo, like what is this? Like they're saying you're dead. <laughs> yeah. like... And the other thing is, he also has a ten year old son with this woman. So I don't know. That could be another child support type situation where he was trying to get out of it. I don't know. I'm just that's wow. just pure speculation, but. Crazy story all the way around. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. For I'm gonna cast my vote with uh the soccer player who faked the injury yeah. and got into the hospital. Yeah, me too. That was an easy winner. Easy winner. That was a huge genius of the week. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, that's that's just insane. So um, a rousing victory for that guy this week. Yeah. Um I, I wanna go with uh, Pierre Dorian. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room <laughs> all the freaking time. Uh, so it, I just think he's, it's funny that he's declaring that, yeah, you know what? Now we're going to be division winners and all this good <laughs> stuff's going to happen. And come on, bro. It doesn't work like, like that, pal. It's, 
No one was expecting you to say that. You yeah. could have just said, yeah, we're going to get ready. Like, we're going to be better this season than we were. Like, we're looking to make some strides. But declaring that the rebuild's over. Yeah, that's, a, that's a bogus move. I, I, the Oilers have done that many a time. Hey, <laughs> I've, I've seen it. I've yeah, seen this movie knows. before. But we're, now we're going to step into a new zone of Bozo of the Week. Um, I'll, I'll go first here with Bozo of the Week. My Bozo of the Week goes to this guy. Uh, here's the headline. Man cuts off own penis and throws it from car window during wild police chase. Oh. Now, <laughs> listen, I don't want to go to jail as much as the next guy, but there's lengths I will not go. This is a length yeah. I'm not willing to go to. So this guy gets Bozo of the Week for me. So he thought that cutting his penis off would prevent him from going to jail. Yeah, he'd be thought, like a mushroom in Mario Kart, where like the yeah. cop car would go over it and it'd be like a spin. Yeah, yeah, like the banana peel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He thought this was the real. He thought he big-brained the whole situation. So <laughs> wow. this guy's bozo of the week for That's me. So dumb. What you got, Alex? All right, so my bozo of the week. I'm sure we heard of it over the weekend and on Twitter. Uh, it's Brian Kelly. For those of you who don't really follow college football as much, he's the head coach at Notre Dame. And he's a pretty good coach, but he's not very good at making jokes. Mm. Um, and after his win over FSU, which was an absolute shaker of the game, by the way, uh, he was asked about his players choking an 18-point lead. And he said, and I quote, I'm in favor of execution. Maybe our whole entire team should be executed. So, All-time quote. <laughs> that's an all-timer. That's an all-timer. Um, but he said he was surprised about the backlash of the quote. He was <laughs> quoting a guy from like the 70s or something. And he also replied later and said, I was trying to be funny because nobody likes to be funny anymore. And yeah, basically he was surprised. No one thought it was funny. Yeah, the joke bombed. Uh, the silent reporter didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what he was doing. I think he was trying to say, you know, he might have been trying to make a joke. But from my <laughs> eyes, it looked like he was trying to say, like, we need better execution or something. And he tripped over his words. And then he was like, oh, I can make a joke. Like, I, th I thought that's what was going on. I know, but give up on the joke then. Just like post <laughs> say, yeah, I mixed up. But he's still holding on to the joke, which gives me the idea that, yeah, he definitely meant what he said. So it was weird. The, saying you're going to execute a bunch of 20-year-olds probably not going to go over good with anybody. No, yeah. pro probably not. I yeah. will say I, I, I knew it wasn't going to play over well, but I thought it was kind of funny in the way like a dad joke is kind of funny like i could hear my dad or totally. somebody some adult saying something <laughs> like that and being like ah oh, whatever you know kind of funny like we all need to be executed maybe it's a little litmus test for yeah. he's just throwing it out there for he was like well maybe there's worse stuff i could say but i guess i'll pull back yeah let's yeah. see how much i can get away with execution yeah. this is a good starting point oh it was a joke oh yeah. what you got owen so I'm sure we all saw this as well, but uh, Rashid Wallace got interviewed this week um, mm. and he had something to say about LeBron. He said, I don't think he would be as successful as he is now. He said about, so he was talking about LeBron playing in Rashid Wallace's era. And he said, I don't think he would be as successful as he is now. It's a whole different era back then. So yeah. Rashid Wallace, um, LeBron actually did play with you and played against you. So he played against you multiple times. Um, he scored 25 points against you two games in a row. And there's uh, people were just replying with photos of LeBron dunking on Rashid Wallace. Um, so maybe not the best comment, Rashid. Um, maybe not. Yeah. LeBron, ooh, much better than you. And he actually, you know, there's a little bit of crossover in those eras. And, uh, and LeBron definitely showed you up like, every time they, that you guys played. So 
uh yeah not a great statement there buddy no Figure no, no. well no. he's also talking like he's you know kobe being brian when he's yeah. just rasheed wallace you know yeah. in my era he couldn't have survived rasheed wallace yeah. that was not your era yeah, yeah. you rasheed, were a part you, of that you probably <laughs> couldn't have survived in this era because if you got like curry one-on-one i think you'd be out for the season with yeah. a broken ankle so yeah so, and rasheed, breaks there boss Let's not act like you played in 1995. You retired in like 2011. Like, what are we he, doing he, here? He was yeah. on the 2013 Knicks. Was I remember. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, my era. I like how he calls it my era. Yeah. A, like, when I played, it's my era. He watched That's the last right. dance and he was jealous. And he's like, I gotta. I played make my in that era. Yeah. He was like, yeah. I played in I, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I went through the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. 96. Oh, man. I'm going to go. My vote's going to go to Rashid because I agreed. Because I also thought he. I also saw he said six months ago that Kevin Durant couldn't have hung around in his era as well. He also said that. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with Rashid. I'm going to go with the penis Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic yeah. panic move. Yeah. Um, just. You don't like you don't have any tools. You're like I'm just gonna take this one. Yeah, sort of see yeah. what happens. So, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Other than you know, yeah. I gotta go with the Mario Kart, the penis Mario Kart too. That's an absolute all time desperation move. I could see that soccer player doing it to get out of paying child support. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's he's furiously taking yeah. notes, listening to this right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's do no conclusive evidence, and then let's uh, pack it up. Um, NBA 2K came is coming out this week. And uh, my take this week is if companies, if companies cared about you know making money, or sorry, if companies cared about actually producing a good game mm-hmm. rather than making money, you would make these sports games every two years because yeah. the the improvements from year to year are not visible on on a tangible level. But over two years, maybe they are. So if you actually care about your product, I vote that you make a game every two years, and that way you don't make people dig in for a hundred bucks every year or whatever it is. And uh, that's my take this week. I'm, uh, you know, I, I used to be a big sports gamer guy. I think it's, I think I've given it up. I think it's that's over. a really good take. I really yeah. like that. Like you said, from year to year, it's tough to see. Like I remember when I was younger, I didn't really care about any of the stuff. So I was just hyped about the jerseys, like because a mm. new team would always have jerseys mm. and stuff, or like the cleats for FIFA, what new ones mm. they have. But yeah, I think they should definitely do that. But we as people should be better too. We should just stop buying the games. Yeah. Yes. We have boycott years. Yes, yeah. I boycotted Madden this year. Let's yep. go. I will say the only game I'm excited for in the near future is uh, NCAA football. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That one I'll be shelling yeah. out 60, 80, take however much oh. you need. Oh, I paid yeah. 150 for a copy of NCAA 13 like six months ago. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay whatever price. Ago. Name your price. Yeah. Literally blank check for blank NCAA <laughs> video games. I will pay. I need coaching carousel. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Owen, what you got? Um, I... <clears throat> Sorry about that. Oh, I got. Uh, oh, he's got a good one here. <laughs> so I, uh, my take of the week is: Can we, as I'm going to call ourselves, I'm going to include ourselves in the sports media. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah no. Oh, okay. we're like the we heads. We got to be accountable. Uh, this okay. is my era of sports media. Yeah. yeah. Our era. Yeah. That's right. Our era. So I'm going to say us as sports media, we need to stop pretending like Deshaun Watson is going to play a game this year. I'm tired of seeing that. Every time we talk about the Texans, it's, oh, but Deshaun Watson's really good. Or, oh, Deshaun Watson should win him a few games. Deshaun Watson's going to play as much football as my little brother is going to play football for the Texans this year. (laughs) He's not going to touch the field. And then us as sports media, let's just just carry on as if Tyrod Taylor's the starter. All right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think for the NFL top 100 – uh, he made it actually. He was like 18th, yeah. And he was 18th, and it was no players talking about him. 
It was just the narrator, like, narrating, like, it was, video. It, it was one of the weirdest videos I've ever seen. If you haven't watched it at home, look it up. It's 100 seconds long, and there's no highlights of him playing football. It's just him, like, walking around. Oh, and really? And it's it just narration. Oh, it, I didn't even get a chance, but, yeah, I heard it was very weird. It is, I don't know like, why the NFL feels like they need to put that in there. Like, what? no one's going to complain that you guys didn't put Watson in the top 100. I think yeah. he got voted on by the people. Oh. And then all the stuff came out. But even then, you're airing the show. Just move everybody up a spot and then put a rando exactly. at the back. I don't yeah. care who you put. You put Greg Zerline at the back for all yeah, I care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So my no conclusive evidence is, you know what? I uh, I may have talked about this one before, but I'm not sure. You guys let me know if I have. I feel like I may or may not have. I don't know. But it's uh, when people waste huge amounts of food on TikTok just to get clout. Mm. Have I talked about that before? No, you have not. But I have. Okay. Enlighten me. Well, it's just annoying because you guys know I'm a big TikTok guy. And there's a lot of pages that get lots of likes and lots of followers for people that just waste copious amounts of food. So there's this one new guy that came out now. His whole shtick is he takes food out of the oven and he says, um, hold on, let me find the quote. Oh, yeah, his punchline is like, my grandma taught me how to check if blank, so insert whatever food name, so cake, is re- is ready is if you take a little piece and throw it at the wall and if it sticks. So he takes like a, a bunch of nice food, whatever it is. He uh, Last time he took out donuts, he takes out tacos, whatever. He takes a bunch, like a, it's not just one plate. It, it could feed like five people. He takes it out of the oven, says the, the punchline, punch turns around and just throws it at the wall. Insane asylum. That's one of the dumbest things I ever heard. I don't get that, bro. You're that desperate to get clout, my guy? Just throwing yeah, food at the wall. It's so stupid. I could never do that. I'm a big foodie. Like I can't ever <laughs> yeah. do that. But uh, yeah, I just it's it's stupid. I, I'm with you. That's one of the dumbest things. It's I've just heard. so dumb. Yeah. Like I don't know why people like it either. I don't, it's not very funny. Mm. Yeah, I'm Food. with you. What was that? What was that word you busted out? Copious. That was a good Copious. word. That was a great yeah. word. Let's go. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks, some, guys. Somebody <laughs> started school this week. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got that's adjective good. brain going. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I think that's about all we have to do for 38. Football's on. I'm just, I just can't wait. Start the countdown clock. Did you yeah. guys see the story that Tom Brady has uh, a clock in quote all his workout rooms, uh, counting down to the day of the Super Bowl? Oh man! And he sets it up the day after the Super Bowl. Wow! Did you guys see that story? <laughs> I didn't no. see that. I'm gonna start doing that in my room. Countdown to Super Bowl. Tom or just Brady's, NFL kickoff. Like by story, you mean he posted on Instagram? No, it was like oh. some, it like came out in an article oh, okay. or something. Somebody I remember, said, I remember yeah. back in like it was a couple years ago where Tom was like, "Will I pick Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram as my choice of social media?" And it was like a whole thing. And then he ended up picking Instagram. He picked them all. Yeah. He's... No, but first it was Instagram, I think, and then he ended up uh, going on all the other ones. So I was like, "Wow, let's go." What were you gonna say, Ellen? I was gonna like how many workout rooms do you have? Like, does he just have yeah. like the what the first gym, the second gym, the auxiliary gym? Like, what? What is he doing? You got, well, you got to have the field. And you gotta have right. the, you know the recovery chambers. You right. gotta have those. Yes. Yeah. He's an old crippled man. Yeah. True. He's he's got to have all the facilities possible. That's yeah. true. Totally. After make wins. sure you don't mix up the keys for those rooms, old yeah. man. Oh, that'd know? be gotta, that'd yeah. After wins, he goes to the nice gym. After L's, he just goes to the basement. He goes just, to the rat yeah, gym. Just it's got gym. mice and bed bugs. And <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just motivate Mold. yourself to get back to Doing the good gym. Doing push-ups on his knuckles. Yeah. 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 Motivation. There yeah. we go. 38. It's in the books. I think that's another 10 out of 10. I think football this weekend is going to be a 10 out of 10 by the next time we talk. It'll be new for us too. Yeah. It will be. We'll be talking week one. Everything that went down in week one. So, again, if you want to make some money, Broncos, 
Jets, Falcons. Falcons. Write that down. Write that down. Those are money-making teams. They always have been. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Those are three teams with a rich history. Yeah. Let's let's back it up, and we'll uh, talk to you guys again on Monday. Enjoy the weekend of football, eh, everybody? You guys, too. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday. Oh, let's go, you two. (laughs) We'll talk to you again on Monday.